Hello, hello, and welcome to Just Us Fans Podcast. Join us today as we look back on the Cincinnati game and look forward to the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm not going to get used to saying that. Okay, guys, let's go. Hello. Well, welcome back. And let's go ahead and get started in our discussion for today. Mr. James, how are you? Doing very well. And oh my gosh, I cannot wait to get into it. Let us. All righty then. So obviously, we are cel- we need to start by celebrating yet another victory against the Cincinnati Bengals last week. Yes, cue the uh, Cool in the Gang celebration song. Right? We need to figure out how to add music in there like that. That would be cool. (laughs) That's an excellent idea. I like that. Uh, Yeah, so it's playing in my mind, right? Celebrate. Okay, no, I'm not going to say. But anyway. um, Wow. Um, you know, it was a nice win and all for me. It was a little stressful. Uh, yeah, the typical uh battle of Ohio shootout, if you ask me. Okay, say more about that. Well, was that uh, let me see, Hughes, he was it Hugh Jackson was still in Cincinnati. Um, who was that? Derek? Was that Derek Anderson? When they both teams put up like 40 points or something like oh, that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it probably was Derek back. Yeah, if it was wow. That was a wild. I back. Mean, yeah, it just always seems so crazy. No matter how good or how bad either team is, you never know who's going to win because it's just that Cleveland and Cincinnati thing where anybody could win. Uh, either one, either team could win the game. It's just uh, depends on who wants it. Who wants it worse? Um, unlike when we played Pittsburgh, we can pretty much just you know <laughs> chalk that up as a well, as a loss. We we don't have such the the great record uh, with that particular team, but I see your point. True. Well, yeah, we're trying to change that trend too. Uh, we are. Well, I think we got Pittsburgh the last uh, game of the season, but we are not here to talk about that team from. East. <clears throat> not yet, not yet. But so going back to the Cincy game, I mean, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you saw the game and you saw how it started. Um, that first series was whoo, it was a doozy. Oh my, yes. Um, it there was wounded people laying all over the field. There was a turnover. <laughs> I mean, it was like, is this for real? I mean, it, it literally was like the physical embodiment of the year 2020. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no man, doubt. Come on. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> yeah. All within the first quarter of the game. You can say right. that again. And so, you know, I was not, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Lisa's Browns fandom was a little down uh, because it was not looking looking good. Uh, after you know 
that first series, he came back out, you know, folks dropping balls. Baker was floating balls up into the stands. I don't know what was going on. And then magically, it was as if a a switch was flipped. And then he, he couldn't miss. People were open. People were making catches. And we proceeded to put up quite a bit of points. Um, magically. Magically. Uh, we, uh, unfortunately, um, the defense also allowed Cincinnati to put up quite a bit of points. And uh, there was a little concern. I'm like, we can't go to overtime. I was like, please not overtime. Please not overtime. I was not looking forward to that. But <clears throat> we went for the touchdown. Hollywood Higgins, long time no see, um, helped us get down there. The rook made the catch, and you know all is well. If we get on the oh, bus, fat. You talking about uh, Harrison Bryant? No, I'm talking about uh, People Jones. The winning ah. touchdown. You know. Dog pound Jones. Oh, the winning. Oh, you went all the way to the end of the game, just but, like that. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, it, we just got, you know, we were quite successful. We scored a lot of points. And yeah, you're right. There were a lot of great, amazing performances in between, but we avoided that field goal and overtime by winning the game outright. And right. we packed it up. And now I am a little concerned we missed that extra point. Well, yeah, well, um, all those years of having Phil Dawson will always have us uh, overthinking the kicker. <laughs> because hopefully we will have a team that is never, ever dependent on a kicker again, if you know what I mean. I, I feel you on that. I totally do. Um, all those years with uh, with Phil, you know, it's like all we need to do is get in range and Phil will take us home. Right. Uh but yeah, we never had uh we never had you just think if we had a kicker like Phil now. That well, would be killed. We could never put it all together at one time. Yeah. That seems to be a little bit of our um our misfortune. Like you said, having all the pieces together at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall. How would you rate that game? If you had to give it a, a you know a letter grade, how would you rate the performance? Well, maybe, maybe I should say of the offense because we didn't talk about the defense side of the ball yet. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, started off a little rocky, but I don't see any reason to give the offense anything less than an A. Uh, Okay. Unless I'm missing something. I I I I'm gonna go A minus. Just because they made me sweat. No pluses or no minuses. Either A or B. Where we at, Browns fan? I'll give them an A. I'll agree. <laughs> that, no, you know what? That's the thing. I sit there and I listen to the analysts and the the radio talk kids and that is such a backdoor slight. Yes, minus on it. It just uh, it burns me up. I'm like the A B C D. Let's go, people. A minus just because what you know 
Because you made me stress out for the first quarter. One interception. Okay. Okay. One interception by the offense. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. We we are defining the rules. I'm good. Straight up. A, B, C, D, F. Uh, or we can go Ohio State side style and give them ease, but okay. I mean, I'm just saying, if anything, that's the only thing that really could have gave it a minus, though, right? Was the interception? Yeah, no, no, no. We give, I, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the emotion of the fan out. Um, <laughs> so now let's talk about the other side of the ball. I alluded to it, but we need to we need to talk about it seriously. Okay. So Miles was his usual awesome self. Yes. Uh, what is it? Defensive player of the month? Is that what he ended up being? Mr. So. October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um mm, uh Denzel was out there holding it down. Um uh, it was one play, he slid under somebody. Make a tackle like I was just like, dude was just he was everywhere. I was like, okay, you doing your part. Um, he was not to be denied. He was the warden. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, who else had an outstanding, a notable performance? Am I missing somebody? Uh, did Carl Joseph get his hands on a? Ball after it got tipped. Maybe. Carl Joseph, the safety, came back, you know, because he was out for a little while. Maybe. I'm not sure. I, like I said, I, those were the only two that, that stood out to me. Um, but, but clearly, there are some missing names um, we should be talking about, but I, I really didn't see that much impact from them. From who? Anybody else? Where's the oh. rest of the defensive line at? Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Very true. It's like Miles Garrett and everybody else. Yeah. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know we got a lot of injuries back there, and the back end. Um. I. I Here's the thing, though. Let's before we get too deep into dogging out the defensive line as a whole, I'm gonna just want to throw this in there. It's possible that those guys were doing the dirty work so that Miles Garrett could do the work that he was doing. Absolutely, unsung I, I, heroes. I can absolutely, I absolutely understand that. Um, but it's just so many points we allow. That's the part. Whew. That's at some point. You know, we've been we've been good and lucky that we have mm-hmm. five wins because we have outscored enough opponents. Um, but it's that's where my concern is. When it's all said and done, how many how many times does the offense have to get down and score points because the defense is letting folks score? And at least get to that 30s. I like to see them hold people in the 20s, you know? Like, 
every, we can't give up 30 points every game. That's just my problem. And so it's kind of like the only and the only person I see who does anything to um stop that 30, you know, timely sacks, timely strip sacks. Um Miles is, is a one-man wrecking crew back there. Yes, he is. So, you know, they he might, you know, the other side of the line might be helping him get there, but when he gets there, it's the damage he causes is all him. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know. Did you have anything else about the, the defense in general? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, in general, like I said, uh, the line's probably still my favorite part of the bargain, mm-hmm. um, and, and and the uh, and the secondary, the secondary is trying to hang in there. I mean, uh, Money Mitch was going up against uh, AJ Green, and mm-hmm. we all know that AJ Green is just a, a terrific receiver. Mm-hmm. He did what he could, but it seems like he gave up at least a foot in height. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Burrow was doing an excellent job of uh once again here we go taking advantage of hitting that what they call it the back shoulder where yeah. like just no one can catch it but the receiver. Yeah. And when you have somebody as sure handed as AJ Green, it's almost like he was trying to defend something that was indefensible. So, you know, I think we did what we could. How what score would you give them? The defense as a whole? Yep. B. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna have to give them a C. Okay. Average. Okay. The rest of them bring down miles. They hold him back. If he had one more little help somewhere, um, Miles got a sack. He also got a strip sack. I know. I mean, <laughs> so you basically let Miles' performance carry carry the day and elevating them to a B. The well, here's point, the thing: man. if the secondary hadn't have been playing, hadn't have been sticking those guys. Maybe Miles wouldn't have had time to get back there to Joe Burrow. He might have uh, passed the ball to Joe Burrow a little sooner. True, true. So, I mean, it's a it's a team effort, you know, because if the secondary wasn't doing his job, then Joe Burrow would be passing the ball uh, within two seconds and getting his completions. But since he has to hold on to it for a second longer, that uh, gave Predator – a chance to do what he does best. And yes, I did just call Miles Garrett Predator. Did we give up 400 yards to Burrow? Burrow, the first round pick, first overall pick, did pass for 400 yards. Yes, he did. Yeah, I'm going to have to hold to my C. I'm giving them room for improvement. Let's see how they do uh, the next few weeks. Room for improvement. If I start them off at a B, then the the next spot is an A. So, you know what? They did score 30 something, didn't they? Yep. 
Okay. I'll go ahead and change mine to a C as well. Okay. I think it's an A if you hold I would say a B if you hold them under 30, 30 to 20. Um, of course an A would be zero to say zero to seventeen. Right. Zero, maybe even zero to twenty. Uh, because you you know, sometimes garbage time, you know, sometimes True. people scoring garbage time, but zero to twenty might be an A, twenty to thirty a B, and then uh, thirty to forty C uh forty and up just probably an F. We'll skip the D. <laughs> yeah, we probably should just skip the D's altogether. Okay. Okay. So overall the performance was a win, right? So if it, a win's a win, you know, not gonna look, not gonna be overly picky. Uh, we haven't been five and two in forever, it seems like. So uh, overall, you know, good job, team. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, th- I think the um, the opponent this week might be a little better than Cincinnati so that may that same performance might not get you the same results but we'll talk about the Raiders and upcoming game here in a bit one more thing before we move on just one other section I'd like to talk about um we talked about the injury to Odell the 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 wounded the walking wounded you know in that first play uh with Odell's down Hooper didn't even or no, we lost Hooper after the game? Or was it before the game? No, we lost it before the game to appendicitis. We got right. serious, you know, injuries. Um, but, you know, people stepped up, right? Um, Higgins was kind of awesome in that wide receiver role. Him and Baker looked like, you know, they had missed the beat since the begin since, you know, his rookie year. Um, the rookie... Bryant stepped in as that uh, in that tight end role, and you know, caught the first two touchdowns. I think didn't he? He caught a couple. Or did David? Yeah, and then the Joku scored what in the in the third quarter. So great day for the tight end. Right. So I, you know, the injuries hurt, but I was very much impressed with the backups, so to speak. Hmm. Do you think, and by the way, those are going to be our starting folks for this upcoming game with the Raiders. Right. Do you think that um, now I know on on paper, those two players are a quote-unquote step down from the starters, right? But do you you think we, we lose a lot by not having the Odell and not having Hooper. Well, you said, do you think we lose a lot? Yeah. I don't know if we lose a lot. Um, it, it depends on if we think Hooper is a better blocker than Najoku. Okay. Uh you know, because Njoku's still got his touchdown. One thing about Njoku, he catches flack, but 
It sounds. It seems like every time he plays, he's good for six. True. True. <laughs> he gets his touchdown pass. Uh, I have not really had a chance to uh, see see his blocking game. Okay. But I like Najoku and Harrison Bryant um, when they're catching touchdowns like that. Of course, if I see him whiffing on blocks, I'm not going to like that. Uh, And as far as, okay, do we lose a lot by not having Odell on the field? I believe we may lose the fact that people won't be doubling Odell Beckham Jr. anymore. Or, you know, Odell won't be there for uh, teams to be doubling. Mm -hmm. Which may or may not leave, you know, more guys with one-on-one coverage. Okay. Okay. And and make it easier for uh, a a, a 50-50 ball or whatnot to to the other receivers. Okay. so, like I said, I think we, we will lose the fact of teams trying to double someone if that makes a difference. Right, right. It's like, okay, so uh, is that really, is it, you know, depending on the skill of the defensive players, that may or may not mean a lot, right? Um, to a mediocre defense, uh, it'll probably mean It'll probably have a bigger difference, but to the better defenses, you know, they'll just they'll just uh, come up with a better scheme. Right. Keep doing what they do, so to speak. Yeah, and they'll be able to recognize when you when you double someone, you replace the mental with the physical. So whereas you could, let's say you weren't doubling anyone. Okay, so you okay, that means you got a lot of guys out there that know what he's doing. But let's say you have a defense that is not as experienced. And you might want to double somebody just for the simple fact that, hey, let's put some more bodies out there just to make uh, you know, more obstacles to overcome. True. Uh for when the ball gets passed. So I don't know, that's just my opinion. I'm no pro, but interesting opinion but it's you know there's some validity to that yeah because you know you think if you have a an experienced defense out there that's performing at a high level there's probably no need to double anybody these guys are going to be familiar with schemes you know the recognition is going to be there they're going to uh they just have a lot of good players. But if you have a mediocre defense that's just hanging on by a thread, then you're going to have to make sure that you don't get beat deep, you know, and a whole bunch of other stuff rather than just being able to rely on, you know, veteranship. Yeah. 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 So. What do you think? No, I tend to agree. I mean, I, I can see that as a as a valid point. Like I said, it's like, okay. If you when you have your your veteran you know defense out there, you you can't trick them as easily. <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah, I got this. I know what to do. I know, I know your moves. I'm familiar with your moves. I you know, it, it's just um, I think it's just easier for them to adapt and adjust 
based on, you know, what the offense does, and therefore they don't have to have those backup, you know, um, backup. You don't have to have two people covering one person just to, just in case, right? Right. Let me ask you this question. So this week there has been a lot of discussion, and yes, I did sigh because I'm kind of tired of it. But there has been a lot of discussion about, you know, the fact that Odell was injured. He came out of the game. And then, like I said, magically, with the flip of a switch, Baker all of a sudden is just boom, boom. He he can't miss, right? Um, but he went, what, 20 for 21, something like that. Only only pass he missed was a intentional spike of the ball. Um, right before the the end of the game. Do you feel there's any validity to the whole conversation about um, maybe Baker plays better when Odell is is not on the field? I will defer to my partner on this question. (laughs) So, to me, Okay, how do I explain this? I don't think he plays better. I think that he is less in his head when ba- when Odell is not out there. I think that they call better plays for Baker when Baker when Odell is not out there because the things Odell is such a talented receiver and there's things that he does very well and I don't know that when Baker is as good at executing those things as he is the things that he does that don't involve a talent a skill set like Baker or like Odell does that mean that Odell should not be on this team absolutely not you you can't you you in a game that's based on having talented players in certain positions, you don't just give up people because it just may not work. I'm not at that point yet. It's too early in the game for me. Right. Are the bounce better without Odell? As a team, no. Correct. Right. Now flat right. out. It does that mean that they don't have that doesn't mean that there is not some opportunities to work some stuff out between the new coach, the new scheme, and all the parts and pieces. Um, I, I this absolute and the injuries that have prevented a lot of this from being worked out, um, through no fault of you know his own. We still don't know what the all looks like. And I'm willing to, to run it back again and again until we know for certain. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just coincidence. Maybe it clicked in. Like, it could be anything, well, you know, like, oh man, Odell's not out there. I got made. Let me, and it, it just clicked. It, you know, everything just went to on. Like, all right, let me, let me do what I yeah. do. And the- you know, sometimes when you, when you think when your best man goes down, uh, then there is a uh, a feeling, is something that you have to overcome. Exactly. 
And I'm just yeah. saying, maybe maybe it just clicked for him when Odell went down. Like, okay, I don't have any room for uh, there's no room for any mistakes. Well, supposedly, he told him go be great. So there was that. He, he right. just took that heart. Because here's the other thing: maybe it's not that he is like pressured and and stressed about you know the things that he needs to do to get Odell the ball. Maybe he take maybe it's like, oh, I got Odell. Oh, I don't need to focus as hard. Like maybe he's using him as a crutch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh crap. I don't have Odell. Now I really need to focus. Like I really need to make sure I get it in there because these other receivers don't have the same skills as he is. So I need to make sure I put it right where it needs to be. If I just kind of get it over there in Odell's general vicinity. I've seen him do it in practice many times. He'll go get it, all right? So maybe it's just that he has to pay more attention. He cannot rely on Odell or use him as a crutch now. And that was that, that, oh, man, like that moment you were saying. So. And, And then there's the fact that, well, it is Cincinnati. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. I mean, that was wrong, but you know, got just got to uh, hit it from all sides, it you know. Um, so I, I'm gonna tell you right now, while we're speaking of this topic, funny enough, the Nissan commercial is on with Baker, and uh, what's his name yelling at him, talking about he only works well under pressure. <laughs> Have you seen that one yet? No, oh, yeah. Woodson has a has a megaphone and they're doing a whole bunch of like just random things like Baker's cooking hamburgers on a grill and he is literally standing there yelling at him with this megaphone and giving him a shot like don't burn the burgers flip them and it's like he, it's a couple of other guys like oh he only works well under pressure I'm like really oh that's the Heisman yeah. house oh, I don't know how I feel about that commercial don't don't Make fun of my quarterback. <laughs> well, that was kind of one of our one of the, uh, something we went by when we did the schedule show last year. Remember, we was ah Baker likes the pressure, and when he's under the lights, oh he's gonna win this yeah. game. I well, I speak for myself. I know I have followed that narrative in the past freely, but it's okay. <laughs> I mean, and if and if so, that's fine because fourth quarter is is nothing but pressure, and we need somebody that's going to be good in the fourth I t- quarter. I totally you know? agree. It's just I'm allowed to make fun of them. You, you fans are not <laughs> the people that are not fans of the Browns. I'm not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Heisman it is, House. So <laughs> I let it go, but I'm just saying. So. Cincinnati is done. That's in the record books. We swept them for the season. Check. That's that task was accomplished. We everybody, I'm sure, pretty much called that out in the uh, you know playing the schedule game. We are now moving on to the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. I cannot get used to saying that. That is just too weird. Um. But yeah, that's our opponent this weekend. Uh, we are facing Carr 
And uh, that's pretty much it. All the people I can name on that team. Because everybody else, he uh, Gruden shipped out. But uh, <laughs> it sure did. Him and Mayock wasn't no. playing. Um, yeah, the conditions for Sunday home game uh, might be a little dodgy, might be a little wet, might be a little windy, might be a little cold. Um, That's Cleveland. Cleveland. Um, I are you concerned about uh, us putting up a passing game in those conditions? No. I've seen Baker uh, throw the ball when it was wet and windy. I mean, that's Cleveland. Um, You know, so I mean... I would agree. I I think he'll be fine. Also, um, I also think that, you know, Hunt can, uh, you know, run it all day long. If the line, you know kind of gets their act together. My understanding is the uh, Raiders do not have the strongest defensive uh, team. So there's some opportunity there. So, you know, I think it might be a uh, might be a wash from a weather standpoint. <laughs> what do you think from a, from a talent standpoint? How do you think we'll fare? I cannot name two players that play for the Raiders. Maybe it's because I don't watch their games often enough. Okay, they did choose the fastest guy in the draft. But other than that, I mean, talent-wise, I believe we have them. Coaching-wise, going up against Gruden, yeah, he's a great coach. So I, I fear Gruden as a coach. And uh, Derek Carr, him, you know, like I said, they took out the Super Bowl champs. You know, who else can say that this True. season? Although the champs might have just overlooked them. It's a division True. game. But hey, they're the Super Bowl champs. Um, what is what is their record? What is Vegas's record? They are three and three. So they're coming in as a 500 team. Um, it's funny. Three and three versus five and two. One game difference, right? But it says a lot, right? right. Ooh, five and two. Um, I, you know, I, I, I'm, like I said, I, I'm not really sure anybody on the team. <laughs> I, I agree with you about Gruden. Uh, Stefanski is, is, uh, He's gonna get a good uh, a good test of the old coaching skills and calling the game and having a plan, because uh, I'm sure Gruden is not trying to be um, shown up by the rookie coach, and he would really I'm sure love to to take his team to uh, four and three and get out of five hundred land. So uh, yeah, it, it should be an interesting game. Should be an interesting game. Yeah, I was a little worried about Mike McCarthy when we went and played Dallas. Okay. But I guess that was a uh, no need to worry about that, obviously. Well, 
<laughs> they got they have you know issues. <laughs> well, you know they had a bit they had a Dak Prescott. Um, they had a, a, a franchise. Uh oh, there's that term again. They had a franchise quarterback who had been to the playoffs, and a um and a coach who had won a Super right. Bowl. And so up until we beat them, that was something to uh, not look past. So on paper um, they were quite yeah, formidable. But the execution did not work out so hot. But okay. Well, we will. Yeah. I think it shows that our coach needs to be uh, not looked past. If you ask me. You know, we're so worried about everybody else. But, hey, we beat somebody. Well, I mean, I know Dallas is having a rough year. But but still. Yeah. Yeah. New England's having a rough year too, but Belichick is still true, a great coach. True. I I think so. talent for talent, you know, position by position, I think the Browns would have uh they would rate better, right? Um, and all things it's home. Now maybe if it was an away game, I might have a little more concern. But uh yeah, I I, I I'm feeling positive. Feeling positive about this one. Um, okay. What is your prediction for the Raiders versus mm-hmm. the Browns game? I would love to see them continue the winning streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fear for Super Bowl coaches. It's not as big, seeing how we have beaten two. Mm-hmm. Is that Ron Rivera and Mike McCarthy? Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did we did the Browns win against? Uh, uh, see Cincinnati twice. That's it. Colts. I don't know who the Colts uh, coach is. <laughs> mm. Okay, right. So, yeah. Um, and we have a better record than the Raiders. I'm not too sure if the Raiders' schedule has been that much more difficult. I really did not do my research on the Raiders. So with my narrow scope, I'm going to say the Browns take the win at you home. give up 30 points? Against Gruden, it's always possible. Uh, Gruden and Carr is really no slouch. Carr has been... Uh, to the playoffs, right. you know he's he's actually won a game in the playoffs, so he's nothing to look past as a quarterback. You know, yet again, here we are with another playoff quarterback and a Super Bowl coach. Okay. So, uh, of course, we we lost against two playoff quarterbacks and two Super Bowl coaches with the Super Bowl coaches with the Steelers and the Ravens. Big difference there, I would say, is but, that talent is better on those teams. Okay. Okay. Do you have a... Oh, go ahead. So, yeah, let's say the Raiders win. So go do ahead. you have a... I mean, uh, the Browns win. Yeah. Sorry. Do you have a, a, a score <laughs> prediction, if you would call it out? 
I am going to look for the Browns to score their usual 30-plus, if that is allowed. Uh, you know, I'm just saying, if you want to allow me to say 30-plus instead of naming out a, a no, specific I, I, number. I'll let you go with that. Okay. And uh, hopefully Joe Woods can figure out how not to let somebody score 30-plus. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm going to say... Uh, Let's look for the Browns to score between or the Raiders to score. Possibly, you know, I won't say the uh, defense is going to jump from a C to an A, but at least a C to a B, uh, anywhere from 20 to 29. So, yeah, Browns keep the score up in the 30s and hold the Raiders to a score in the 20s. How's okay. that? That's that's your that's your shot. That's your call. I think it's gonna be. I think it's going to be a, I think we're going to give up 31 and I think we'll score 35. I think it's going to be a, a shoot, another shootout and I think we'll just eat them. Bye. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think the Raiders defense is all that good. Well, we'll score so... 35, so... And I think actually I think our defense is getting better because the more Harrison gets to play with the defense, I think the better he's doing. Um I see Red Wine getting a little better. Uh he, you know, I've seen a couple of times when he just wants to throw and hit somebody with his shoulder rather than wrapping right. them up. But I do see a little bit of improvement in Red Wine as far as awareness. Um Poison Deho, you know, I don't even know what to say about Mr. Mr. Sendejo doing the best he can right. with what he has. So, hey, you know, I could be out there. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Worst, <laughs> worst scenario there. Right. It could always be worse. So, yeah, I'm going to say the, uh, the Browns show just how just uh, how just show just how much better they can be. And this is a conference game. So it's important. Kind of sort of for these wild so, cards. Yeah, this counts. Uh, positioning. Okay. Right. So they're not going to take this lightly at all. Well, uh, just like when we go against Tennessee. Did we play Tennessee this year? Again? No, please don't tell me again. No, I think we're good. No, well, we are, no we're good. We got, oh, yeah, we do. Gosh darn it. Okay, I'm sick of them. Yeah. Oof. Well. Well. Yeah. <laughs> if we didn't see them during the regular season, we would probably see them in, during the playoffs. And at the rate things are going, we just might see them during the regular season and in sure. the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we will see. Hey, we the week after uh, the Raiders, we have a lovely um, bye week. Uh, sucks for the fans, but we absolutely need time for everybody to heal up. So, I can't, I'm glad we had that time. Hopefully, we will have uh, Mr. Nick Chubb back after that. Not sure. Um, 
definitely I'm thinking we'll have Hooper back after that. So um we will almost be like a, a another new team uh when we head into uh oh actually we have the Texans at home after that. So interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well I we may have Wyatt Teller back by then too, maybe if he can get his cast so. together. Um that's a, a good way to, you know, finish off strong for the final, you know, uh eight games of the season. So well, our time is almost up. Any parting parting thoughts, parting shots? Real crazy. Well, I mean, real quick, wouldn't that be crazy if we finished twelve and four? But uh, the 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 Ravens and the Steelers yeah. swept us. Finished twelve and four and still still yeah. in the wild card. Oh, that's what y'all say. Yeah, that's this division is crazy strong, crazy strong. So I have to resign myself to that. Um, that is like a a true possibility every year. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, from here on out, and Cincinnati's oh, yeah. only going oh, yeah. to get better. This is crazy, but I mean, this is the heart of football. So, I guess I'd have no other way than to be in the strongest division, uh, in the NFL, right? For sure, for sure. Um, uh, between us and the NFC West, you know where you get. Your Seattle with Russell right. not going anywhere. Arizona with Kyler right. not going anywhere. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo with the Niners not going anywhere. And oh my gosh, uh, the LA Rams. Yeah, it's a little scary out there. <laughs> Which, that that is also a division with uh, four yeah. great quarterbacks and, and good defenses. So. AFC North and the NFC West, who knows? That might just be where your Super Bowl comes from, people. There you go. You heard it here first. And on that note, go Browns. Go Browns. 